Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to introduce our new podcast called White Collar Crime. And this is one of the episodes we just released, a new episode today. So I wanted you to take a listen, but I also wanted to give you kind of an idea. So it would be White Collar Crime. This first episode defines White Collar Crime, and we present to you with a case. And hopefully every day we'll give you new cases on White Collar Crimes from the past and the present. Now let's take a listen. Welcome to White Collar Podcast. White Collar Podcast. Where we share cases of white collar crime, the age old battle between profit and honor. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to our new podcast, White Collar Crime. So, first thing we're going to do is define white collar crime, and then we'll look at a case. And then each and every podcast will have different cases, either from the past or even from the present. Because they're constantly happening, but you don't normally hear from the mainstream media about white-collar crimes unless they're really big. So for now, let's get started. Reportedly, the term white-collar crime was coined in 1939 and is now synonymous with a full range of frauds committed by business and government professionals. These crimes are characterized by deceit, concealment, or violation of trust and are not dependent on the application or threat of physical force. The motivation behind these crimes is financial, to obtain or avoid losing money, property, or services, or to secure a personal or business advantage. These are not victimless crimes. A single scam can destroy a company, devastate families by wiping out their life savings, or cost investors billions of dollars. Even you may have been subject or a victim of a white-collar crime. What do they include? What do they include? They include criminal activities such as public corruption, money laundering, corporate fraud, securities and commodities fraud, mortgage fraud, final institution, financial institution fraud, bank fraud, and embezzlement, fraud against the government, mass marketing fraud, and healthcare fraud, election law violations. The FBI generally focuses on complex investigations, often with a nexus to organized crime activities that are international, national, or regional in scope, and where the FBI can bring to bear unique expertise. So again, we're going to be looking at all these different types of fraud. We'll look, present you with cases that actually happened, tell you the stories behind them, and what's going on. And also, hopefully, the insight will help you protect yourself from any of these cases in the future. So let's take a look at one of the cases in regards to fraud. Our first case happened a de couple of decades ago in the 1990s, but it was a fascinating story from the California. It was about a California cell biologist who faked his research findings, supposedly linking electric power to cancer. 
Why did he do it? Well, in order to win a $3.3 million grant from the federal government. You've got to remember, this is in 1999. So 20 years ago, $3.3 million is even more than it is. I mean, even it's a lot of money today. So it's probably about, what, almost $4 million back then, 20 years ago. A federal investigation had concluded that a scientist at Berkeley Laboratory in California faked what had been considered crucial evidence of a tie between electric power lines and cancer. The disclosure appears to strengthen the case that electric power is actually safe. The cell biologist Robert Liberty was found to have published two papers with misleading data on the biological effect of electric magnetic fields on human cells. Investigators with the Office of Research Integrity of the Department of Health and Human Services said Dr. Liberty eliminated data that did not support his conclusions. After the investigation, he resigned quietly from the lab in March and has agreed to withdraw his research findings. The officials say his misrepresentations helped him win over $3 million in grants from the National Institute of Health, the Department of Energy, and the Department of Defense. The findings against Dr. Liberty were published last month in the Federal Register, but have not been widely reported outside scientific publications. Of course, debate has raged for over two decades whether power lines cause cancer, even though top scientific groups have reportedly found no evidence of danger. And the fears of some, some such links have generated conflicts between homeowners, especially those with children and power companies with high-tension lines running through neighborhoods. Critics of the power industry and the scientific status quo say enough tantalizing clues keep emerging to warrant further investigation of possible links between electromagnetic radiation and killer diseases. Dr. Liberti's papers reported data indicating that electromagnetic fields, also known as EMF, alter the entry of calcium across the cell surface membrane. The fields are ubiquitous forms of radiation that arise from all power lines, home wiring, and computers. But federal officials say Dr. Liberti's claims are potentially very important when published in 1992 because it reported a link to electromagnetic fields to calcium signaling, which is a fundamental process governing many important cellular functions. Of course, when he reported these, when he published these papers, there was quite a bit of interest. But now both the lab and the Office of Research Integrity have both found that the data on which he bases conclusions were fabricated. So an interesting story indeed, and that's another one of the first cases we're going to be talking about with fraud. We'll have another one later on today, and then we'll start doing these podcasts for you uh, every day. So thanks for listening, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.